Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Tosh Taylor. And I'm Jenna Morton. And if you are watching, you already realize that we are on location again for today's episode, which is always so much fun. Yeah. Especially <laughs> when it's like a sneak peek at a place that is just about to open. So come along for the ride. We are at the new location for Atlantic Wellness with Andrew LeBlanc, the executive director. Hello, thanks for having me today. Of course, congratulations on the new space. Thank you very much. It's been uh, an exciting few months getting ready for the move. So. Yeah, we tell us. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I was <laughs> just going to point out the obvious blue tape around the room. That's how, how new we're at this. This isn't Andrew's decorating. It is this fresh. Yes. Smells like paint still. I mean, I was going to leave it to decorate like that, but I, oh. guess, I guess not now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought it was artsy, but... Uh, you had your daughter come in and do it. Your daughter's not even young enough to blame it no, on her not. anymore. No, she no like, that's no, true. She'd have much that's better true. taste than she that. She would also be ashamed of, of that. Yeah, yeah this, is, uh, this is our brand new uh, office for Atlantic Wellness. We've been uh, in a growth phase for a long time, so... For anyone who doesn't know, we provide free mental health counseling for youth ages 12 to 21. Uh, we've been expanding uh, a lot over the last couple of years. Uh, I think it's no secret that the demand for mental health services has been skyrocketing, especially after the pandemic. Um, you know, regulations have, have ended for the pandemic, but I think the residual impact of mental health uh, and everything that took place with the lockdowns is going to be around for a long time. So the demands for, for mental health support have, have not been higher in a, in a long time. So our organization was in a place where we, we needed to expand. We've added more people to our team. Uh, we're trying to reach even in more young people than we have in the past. And so it was time to, to move on to a new building. And so we're now at 50 King Street uh, and we're excited to be welcoming clients into our new space, almost finished painted space. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the size of the organization now. You know, it, it started sure. with, what, two or three people, really, yeah. back more than 10 years ago. Where are we at today in terms of how many counselors and, and your capacity? Sure. We opened our doors in 2012. We had uh, two therapists. It was the founders, uh, Leslie Smythe and Danielle Whalen. Uh, we're fortunate Danielle is still with us. She's our director of clinical services here. So two employees then, a small board of directors, and now we have nine people on staff, plus we have four interns uh, at any given time. So our, our team is a lot bigger than it used to be. This new space allows us a little bit of growth opportunity. We're, we're hoping to bring in new interns. Uh, with that program, we, we bring in students who are doing their master's in counseling psychology. They have to do an eight-month eight practicum. Uh, and so they can do it with us, carry a caseload. It keeps our costs low, and uh, which is the name of the game in the nonprofit world. And uh, yeah, we're able to reach even more young people that way. So uh, it's, um, it's been pretty exciting to see the organization grow. We started in Riverview uh, in a little stone house on, on Coverdale Road and then move over to Loot Street. And we, we outgrew the Loot Street property fairly quickly. Uh, I think faster than anybody was anticipating we were going to outgrow it. And so uh, love the building, love being there, but it, it was just time to, to be able to expand so that we can really meet uh, the needs of the community when it comes to youth mental health. And you you have kept it uh, central. So from Lutz over to King, it's really not that far easy access for anybody who needs to come over from Riverview or in from Dieppe or what have you. Um, so you've made it completely accessible. Are you still offering, so the last time we spoke to you, you guys were offering um, online services as well. Is that still a thing? 
It is, yeah. So there's multiple ways you can access counseling with Atlantic Wellness. So obviously in person is the, the number one, but you can do video, text, or phone therapy as well with the organization. Um, and so we just want to make it a, as easy as possible. You know, for, for young people who might be dealing with social anxiety and, and, and not really comfortable going out uh, in, in person, then you still have those virtual options uh, to be able to access services uh, in whatever way you're most comfortable with. And do you still have uh, outreach programs happening? We do, yeah. We actually we have a dedicated therapist now to outreach therapy. Uh, and so she does carry a caseload here. But right now, we're partnering with uh, Youth Impact uh, at their YouthQuest program. Uh, and so we provide on-site counseling at YouthQuest for their clients. Uh, I think it's two days a week that we're there now. So um, uh, an important service, because when, when kids can't get to you, it's, it's important to try and make sure that they're not denied access to mental health. and so. We're really excited about being able to partner with YouthQuest and, and making sure that we're on site to, to support the, the youth who are there as well. And for anyone who isn't really familiar, you know, we're, we're talking about youth and free access, but some people are probably really questioning, well, is it really, like, what's really free these days? And, and what does youth, you know, who are the youth that this serves? Can you talk a little bit just about how accessible the programs are for people. Sure, yeah. I mean, uh, Atlantic Wellness is a nonprofit organization. Our goal is to eliminate any and all barriers to accessing mental health support. So uh, the telehealth piece was a part of that because obviously during the pandemic, nobody could go anywhere. So, uh, but the financial barrier is another big one and it, it can be really costly to access mental health services. Uh, you know, it could range anywhere between 150 to 200 uh, an hour uh, for a therapist. And so we wanna make sure that those services are available at no charge, so if you're a parent or a, a youth and uh, you're watching this now, you will not pay anything to come and access mental health therapy uh, with our, our organization. So that's one-on-one -on -one counseling. If you're participating in one of the groups that we offer, everything we do is, is free of charge. Uh, we're fortunate to be in Greater Moncton because this is a very giving community uh, and we're only able to do the things that we do because of the amazing support we get from the community. We just finished a, a multi-million dollar fundraising campaign uh, this year it wrapped up and so that's sustaining us for a couple of years but it's because of donations and campaigns like that from from amazing donors in our community that we're able to offer these services for free to, to young people and so uh, I have a bigger building now so I need more of those <laughs> donations uh, to help pay for the expansion that, that we've gone through so it's uh, it's always a challenge in the nonprofit world to, to be able to pay for things like that but the mandate is to make sure there's no barriers to accessing services because the slightest little thing can be a hiccup or, or prevent a young person from wanting to reach out. And when someone says, I'm ready to ask for help, you've got to be ready. And that's, that's the biggest problem we have in the mental health system is that we're not always ready. And so we want to make sure that when you come to Atlantic Wellness, you're in right away and, and um, yeah, it's, it's as easy as possible. Mm -hmm. Now, you said you just finished up, you know, that large campaign, which it helped you guys move into this new location, but we, we can't stop there. Just because, <laughs> just because you said it will sustain you for a couple of years, that, mean, that doesn't mean don't make donations for the next couple of years. That means we, we really need to keep it going because you do have more space, more staff, but which, which means more kids etc. Bigger uh, rent to pay. Bigger rent. Yeah. Years, so. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but yes, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> so what are we, what are some other things that you're doing to make these donations happen? 
Well, we have lots of things on the go, and certainly a couple of things over the next few months that people can look for. Uh, we have an annual giving campaign that's going to come up. It's a campaign we do every year just to reach out to individual donors and community support. But the biggest one we have is our Monster Trot fundraiser that's, uh, we didn't dress up today. I we know. <laughs> I was the last time we focusing. did this, yes. yeah. the last time we did this, we, we went out we in did. full costumes. But I dressed as a politician today. So <laughs> it's, it's working. There you go. Oh, look, we dressed as TV hosts. <laughs> this is, I guess this is more garden party attire than it is anything. <laughs> oh, I don't know, yes, but very dapper gentleman <laughs> yeah, in the I 1930s. Like <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. Just get you a fedora and we'll be all set. That was a missed opportunity, yeah. We should have discussed wardrobe before. We really should have. Anyway. Monster Trot is, uh, is coming up on October 21st. It's an annual fundraiser that we do. It's a Halloween fundraiser. Uh, lots of different local businesses will support uh, or sponsor a booth. Uh, and then kids and families can come and go trick-or-treating around uh, from booth to booth and, and get some candy. Uh, it's $15 admission to, to get in, and so this is the biggest event-based fundraiser that Atlantic Wellness does. It's uh, a lot of fun for the family to, to come out and Halloween-themed, and so kids can dress up and parents can dress up, and yeah, it's, uh, it's a really good time. It's a fantastic yeah. time. It is <laughs> one of my favorite Halloween things that happens in Greater Moncton and has been because it's been, you know, this is the 11th year for the fundraiser, yeah. which is, you know, my oldest is 12. <laughs> we have, been, this is part of our family tradition. I was looking back at photos today, actually, of the various times that we've gone to Monster Trot. We've gone to almost everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, there, there are some where I'm like, I'm sure I went, but I can't find a photo right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's so much fun, not only to, you know, get your kids out trick-or-treating in an environment that's during the day and on your schedule and, you know, you're not worried about getting home in time mm -hmm. for bed. And it is, the, the displays you guys put together year after year are just incredible. Yeah. It is such a fun experience to go through and to see the whole community coming out dressed up. That is my favorite part, other than what the money is being raised for, is just to see all the costumes and like you said, so many families come out mm -hmm. dressed up together that I, I just, I absolutely love it. It is so much fun to go to. It's a really great community event, you know, it, it brings people together and it's good for awareness for Atlantic Wellness too, is obviously it's uh, a youth-based event and so at some point they may have to access services here and good to spread some awareness uh, about the services that we offer to, uh, to families in, uh, in town. But yeah, it's a great, it's a great Halloween alternative and uh, yeah, we're excited, we're looking forward to it. I like that you're hosting it early this year as well. Having it, it's about a week before Halloween or the weekend yeah. before Halloween kind of thing, um, which is nice because we all know when Halloween falls on a weekday that the weekend prior, people are going to be going nuts with all of their events. So if you're having it the weekend, even previous to that, I think that's mm -hmm. fantastic. Also, the fact that it's indoors always makes it doubly awesome because sometimes <laughs> Halloween in the Maritimes is not the greatest weather so you can always be like well we already did Atlantic Wellness so we're good we don't yeah. need to go out tonight <laughs> we've got no worries about making sure you have a costume that you know a snowsuit can fit yes. under That's <laughs> right. so true that was so true. if you're going to bail on Halloween though don't don't blame Atlantic Wellness. We won't. No, we won't. We, it's, not, like, it's not blaming. We'll be like, hey, we already did. All right, Johnny, we, we went to Atlantic yeah. Wellness. No Halloween for you this year. So, but trust me, you can get as much candy going to this event as you would taking little ones around a neighborhood for sure. <laughs> I'm always just in awe of the amount of candy that gets donated for you guys to give out because that's another yeah. piece of of this event. So if you're if you're watching, you're listening, and you're a 
corporation or an organization, you can get in on this by sponsoring some of the candy stations as well. Yeah, absolutely. We're still looking for sponsors for the different booths. Uh, we're still looking for people to donate candy. Uh, and so you can reach out to us uh, through our website or, or via email or call the office. And uh, we would love to have you on board as a, as a sponsor or a partner for the event. So we're actually, we're really excited. We're welcoming a, a new presenting sponsor this year. It's Greenfoot Energy Solutions. Uh, so we're really excited to welcome them to uh, to Monster Trot. They'll uh, well, they they'll like be the, professional the perfect, Monster Trotters in no time. They have the perfect mascot for it. They really right? do. They really yeah. do. The yeah. Yeti. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's a that's a sweet deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah very exciting for sure. So we got some new faces around the table, which is is great, uh, and we're hoping to have a, a great turnout uh, from the public as well. Tickets are on sale now. Uh, we do online sales, but you can you can buy at the door if you want. But if you're interested, you can go to AtlanticWellness.org and buy tickets online. You should. I I love being able to buy tickets yes, in advance in online advance. for mm -hmm. things now. It is just so much easier. And then you're like, there, it's on the schedule. I'm going to go because I bought the ticket, and yeah, it's just. I, I'm, we're getting to the stage where my kids are a little less interested in trick or treating. They still want the candy aspect. And they still like to talk about dressing up, but they're not as into dressing up as they used to be. So now I'm just like starting to push them. I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> you can always help with these kind of things. You, you can come. We can put on costumes. <laughs> we can hand out candy. And they're, they're not quite there yet, but... I mean, I can relate to that. I think I'm more interested in the candy at this point <laughs> than I am the, the dressing up, too. But uh, I am pretty sure yeah. the last time we did this interview, you had candy for us, and... Uh, it was one of the casualties <laughs> of the move. We used to have an ottoman in our old office that was filled with candy, uh, like just the leftover stuff that we opened. But unfortunately, it didn't make the cut when we made the move. So unbelievable! All the more reason that sacrifices, right? Yeah. Just all in the name of youth mental health. We <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go back to talking about Atlantic Wellness and the services that you guys provide. Um, you did give us an age range at the beginning. You start at how, what age? Uh, 12. It yeah, is 12. all the okay. way to 21. Okay. Uh, and so we, uh, we certainly get lots of requests for, for outside of that age range. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we're seeing is a, a big increase in demand for under age 12. Mm -hmm. uh, at this point, we don't have capacity for, for that, but it's certainly something that we've been, um, we've been looking at. But uh, within our circle of care, we offer a number of different services. So obviously, one-on-one -on -one counseling is is the, the primary service that we offer. Uh, to support that, uh, all of our intake happens through our mental health clinic. So it's kind of like an after hours medical clinic. Um, so you can call in on a Monday when the phone line opens and get an appointment for that day, or if that day doesn't work, later in the week. Um, and, and it's that immediate access to, to a therapist. And if you want to be assigned a therapist long term, you can do that as well. We do have a short wait list. Uh, but while you're waiting, you can access the clinic at any time. So once you're in, you're in with Atlantic Wellness. At no time are you without access to mental health support, which is a really great system to have to make sure that you're never alone. And uh, outside of that, we do a lot of psychoeducation in the community. We do presentations to classes on, you know, test anxiety and depression and uh, dealing with stress and social media and, and a whole bunch of different things. Uh, so a, a lot of uh, edu educational pieces like that, uh, and then you know we, we do some support groups as well based on the demand that we're seeing from from clients and a lot of advocacy on mental health change and, and things like that. So there's a whole array of wraparound supports and services that we include in our circle of care just to make sure that you're getting the best 
most holistic, which is, is the, the biggest buzzword ever, but <laughs> uh, holistic approach to mental health support. So, I'm wondering if you can talk just a little bit about, you know, what what kind of demands you're seeing? You, you know, you've said obviously there's been an increase after the the pandemic. What are some of the the issues that seem to be really striking a chord with local youth these days that they're looking for help with? Sure. Coming out of the pandemic, I think there was a real uh, amplification of anxiety, depression, a lot of the things that we were seeing before the pandemic, uh, but just really heightened. Uh, so we saw a lot of that. We're seeing an increase right now in mental health challenges around uh, some LGBTQ issues. Uh, obviously, certain things that are happening uh, in our province have, have led to an increase in anxiety. Uh, and so we're, we're definitely looking at trying to support young people uh, as they're trying to navigate some of those things and there's a lot of uncertainty around what certain policies might mean and things like that and so uh, it, ha it has had an impact on our young people. There is an, an increased amount of anxiety that's, that's gone with that and so we're trying to uh, support youth as best we can there. Um, and so I think you know we've seen an increase both in numbers of youth coming out to try and access services but also uh, in the frequency that youth are, are coming as well. So during the pandemic, youth who might have been once a month wound up being once a week. Um, and so the frequency I increased a lot. And so I think we're still seeing some residual impact of, of all of that as well. And uh, it takes a little longer to get through the list sometimes than it, than it may have before, but uh, thus the, the need for the increase in our expansion and, and services that we do here. If you were a teen that was watching or listening to this right now and you were concerned about confidentiality and not between your friends, but what about parents? You didn't want your parents to know that you were, they were accessing your care. How does that work? Do you have to be, like if you're 12, do you have to inform the parents? Yeah, so they're, they're under 16, you have to have parental consent. Okay. Uh, over 16, you can, you can provide your own consent and, and, and come in for sure. That said, um, you know, there's a certain amount of confidentiality that goes in, into what we do. So if you come in and you disclose something that, you know, there's some self-harm or you're in danger physically, and obviously things like that are gonna have to be uh, relayed. We have to let parents know about stuff like that. But in order for the therapeutic process to really be effective, there has to be some level of confidentiality. So we try and explain that to parents uh, as they come in so that they can anticipate, like, I'm not gonna know everything my kid says in session. Um, because maybe sometimes young people are trying to navigate the parental relationship or maybe they're struggling with, with certain pieces of that uh, and they just need some support to work through it. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's important for young people to know that they can speak in confidence. And, and, but uh, under 16, you, d you do need parental consent to come in. Okay. So. I'm wondering if you can maybe looking back over the past 10 years or so, talk about what's changed in terms of people's attitudes towards accessing mental health. Have you seen a shift and are you seeing any kind of current shift in that? I think there's definitely been a shift. It's talked about a lot more than it used to be. I think in the public discourse, it's much more of a priority than it's ever been. I think when you look at the demand from the public on the government to provide mental health resources, people are crying for that a lot more than they ever used to. Uh, 
uh, and there's much more of an expectation on provincial and federal levels of government to invest in mental health resources. So I think that part of the conversation has changed a lot and people are recognizing how important it is to take care of your mental health uh, and for those services to be provided. We've had great conversations with our provincial colleagues uh, in terms of the support they provide us. Uh, we are fortunate to receive some funding from the provincial government now and I will never stop asking for more. Uh, <laughs> surprise. And <laughs> um, but I, I think it's a very positive thing that people are talking about mental health more than they ever have been uh, because it makes it more accessible to young people. It's less daunting to, to be able to say, you know, I think I'm struggling with something. Uh, I'm going to go talk to somebody about that. And I think we as adults in the community can lead by example in that. Um, you know, even in my social circle, we're very open about those of us who access, you know, I go and see a psychologist myself. I look at mental health as going to my doctor for a checkup, right? Like, even though there may not be something traumatic happening in my life right now, but it's still important to check in on your mental health, um, just to debrief things that are going on. And so the more we normalize accessing mental health services, the more we normalize talking about it, the easier it's going to be for someone to say, okay, I'm ready to ask for help. And uh, yeah. So this television show is broadcast obviously throughout the province. Um, if you were someone that was living up in Edmonston or you know Bathurst and what have you, you do have remote and virtual. So mm -hmm. are we province-wide or Greater Moncton? Yeah, formally we're southeastern New Brunswick. Okay. Uh, if you can get to us, we'll see you. Uh, and telehealth makes that a lot easier because we can we can access virtual services really anywhere. The nice thing with that too is as our clients start to age out, graduate from high school and go to university, they can stay with us through vir virtual services as well. So yeah, it's really opened the doors for us to move beyond southeastern New Brunswick. Um, it increases the demand a whole lot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you, can, if you can access us, then, then you're, you're gonna get support from Atlantic Wellness. So. That's back to that uh, funding piece. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Please Looking send at you money. In Northern New Brunswick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> send more money. <laughs> well, more money equals more services. That's right, right? and that's what we all want. Yeah, that's right. It, it it's a vital service to the community to be able to offer, like you say, free, basically immediate in terms of the healthcare mm -hmm. system, access to care. Yeah. Right. That's when it's when it's your health you need help now whether that's mental or physical but that's right and i we're won't come keep to you with my broken arm stories <laughs> <laughs> we're going to keep you know trying to expand you know we're about to head into our, our next strategic planning session and, and looking to the future and so looking at whether we satellite to different locations or whether we expand virtual services uh lots of things that we want to look at uh moving forward and there's a, there's a ton of opportunity and this new space is going to provide us the chance to, to really look at where the gaps and, and how can Atlantic Wellness help fill that. So, All right, so quick reminder, October 21st, Monster Trot, Moncton Coliseum, get your tickets in advance on Eventbrite. Tickets only needed for the kids who are going to trick or treat. If you're going along as an adult, you don't have to buy a ticket. You can Although donate you can though. Yeah, <laughs> just make a donation. You can go on the website to make donations as well at any time. Absolutely, yeah. How do people find the website and access to here? Yeah. Uh, you can find us online at AtlanticWellness.org. All of our social media is linked there, or you can call us at 382-0298.
506. We have to say the area code. Yes, we do. That's right. Yeah, right. Area code 506 <laughs> This just became a telethon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Anytime. We're here for it. For the next 10 minutes, <laughs> you can receive a lovely bonus gift of a high five. <laughs> and a round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, um, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. It is. And congratulations again on the new location. Thank you so much.